0: Oh, and welcome back to OP is OP, the podcast where we go through the One Piece manga front to back. I, as always, am the super rookie and Odin salesman, Jacob. Jamal my co-host and super veteran. Oh, and swordsman for hire, Judgeson
1: hello welcome back today we are switching it up a little bit and we're going back in time discussing one piece the movie we're going 21 years back in time which i am forced to assume is older than some of our listeners (laughs) i i have to assume so back in 2000 this movie was released which is actually insane to think about oh yeah
0: um so i had a question right off the bat i'm gonna dive right into here um so, Captain Wunan just told his crew to return all the gold they pillaged over all the decades, and everyone was okay with that. That's... Are we able to believe that? Or... That was a little confusion I had at the end of the movie. Where everyone was just like, oh, we gotta turn in all this shit we just captured. Yeah, I thought that was a little strange. I agree. <laughs> that was, sorry, that was like a part that really stopped me at the end, because it was like during that exposition dump at the end sorry i'm jumping yeah, ahead but... fuck
1: chronology right <laughs> exactly
0: so yeah as you could tell it's something new because we're doing movies now instead of we're jumping from manga to movies so we're trying to get this pattern up and up and um up to standard but so i want to start off with this because this was your first time watching this movie too right
1: it was it was my
0: first time watching this movie okay so instead of you doing the background details for me i thought i would be the one to take liberty in that we're looking up some details about this movie after I watched it, of course, not before. And because before I thought, oh, this is a TV movie, right? Like the quality isn't really quite there. You have the anime intro still there. So I thought, oh, this is totally that you would find in Japan on TV because it didn't come out in the West. But it turns out it was actually in theaters. And I was like, oh, oh OK. I was going to say, because I, I, as someone that
1: watched the old anime, it does look better than early, early One Piece. I can tell that it's it's a step above.
0: Yeah, that's all I was thinking. It was a step above the anime, but still a step or two below like what you would actually get in theaters. Because this is around the same time that we got like Pokemon, the first movie, the movie 2000, where you had like the computer animation, everything looking buttery smooth in those movies at that same time period. But we didn't quite get that here. But again, it wasn't like the actual anime. So I thought, okay, it's a step up, but not quite yeah. a movie. But it still surprised me to see that it was theatrical. And I had a little bit of a Vietnam War flashback because I read that on the One Piece Wiki, it was a double feature with the Digimon War Game movie. So if you uh, saw that <laughs> movie, you saw that. And of course, if you grew up in the States, we didn't get Digimon Game. We got Digimon the movie in which it was that horrible, butchered atro- monstrosity where it was like three or four movies, as well as like Angela Anaconda wrapped into one. For those who have never seen that and have no idea what the hell I'm talking about, You've been spared. <laughs> Consider yourself lucky. <laughs> Consider yourself lucky. But, yeah, I was like, okay, so it's back-to-back. Um, but, yeah, it, it felt like I it had the that that. That's interesting. Yeah, so I was actually very thankful for the wiki for that. Uh, the One Piece wiki, anyway. Um, so, yeah, the quality was a step up above the anime, especially the pacing. The pacing was my biggest concern of never watching the original anime. But in this movie... There's at times where it's actually too fast. At times, <laughs> and Dude, I
1: was gonna say it was actually blisteringly fast. Yeah.
0: So I was gonna. So we can address that right now. Actually. So there's at times when it's so fucking fast that characters are teleporting from locale to locale, like even with the whole group. Like it's not like a, a narrative change that's like in the middle of the movie where like you like like, 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 like when when Nami like
1: arrived at the island.
0: Like, yeah, uh, well,
1: was. I was like, wait, how did she get? Oh, she she sailed the ship, right? Okay, I, right. I guess you know it's confusing. <laughs>
0: I was thinking more like the end where the Straw Hats were reunited and they hear that the backstory with uh, Gonzo. And then, literally, like the next second, they're back all the way from the top, like the side of the mountain to like the bottom (laughs) at the house. And I'm like, when did this happen? (laughs) So, that was a nice change of pace. Again, too fast, but it's also inconsistent because there'll be at times where Usopp's doing the Usopp thing and he's trying to like negotiate out of his way to try not to get killed by the pirates that capture him. But then the, the scene is not changing for like like a feel, it feels like five minutes, but it's actually like one minute. But you're just like, all right, can we change it up? Like you had, you're so fast paced, and it felt so refreshing in the beginning. But then we get to that scene, and you're just like, ah. So yeah, it's inconsistent. But when it was fast, it was too fast sometimes. But I prefer that than too slow. Um, there be at times though as well, like kind of talk about that quality as well, where at times it feels like okay, we're gonna save budget by having Usopp talk to the pirates for like one minute here. But then you get to like some of the action sequences, and it's like, oh, you get a little bit of that t v movie quality like uh it's like such a small moment, but like when uh Luffy and Zoro were like they smelt like the Odin boat for the first time, and then they just swam so fucking fast like in a circle to the boat, and you get that, oh, that's a nice animation there, yeah, <laughs> that's a good quality there, but yeah, so the quality definitely just focuses in on those action bits um, I will say though one of the worst parts about the movie is. We kind of mentioned it um, about the prologues, right? About, sorry, like the pilots that o- uh, Oda worked on when he was first starting how he was still learning how to do like the world itself. The movie kind of felt like that early idea because it felt so bland. I don't know if Oda had a lot of, I don't know if he had a lot of uh, involvement with the first movie. I don't think he did. But this island, this area just felt so boring. Like it was an a isolated island with like a stone statue and I think a castle, and the castle's- was- Really?
1: Actually, I think in comparison to, like, the east blue locales in general, it's way more interesting.
0: Yeah, and that's what I had to remind myself too, because I have to put myself back to what we saw yet at this yeah, point. Yeah,
1: like, sort of village. Yeah. Thing, you know? Yeah,
0: <laughs> we got-
1: Orange Town is kind of boring, wherever the- what was it called, where he met Zoro. That place was boring. I think I think this yeah. is, like, as far as we have gone, and, like, up to that point, this is one of the more interesting
0: places. Yeah. Yeah, at that point. So I will admit that it's because of what OP- One Piece became later on that spoiled me with the world and the islands, how imaginative they can be. This felt lacking by comparison. But yeah, you are right. Where at this point we had... definitely, Yeah, it wasn't even... East Blue. East Blue just sucks.
1: <laughs> In terms of like... <laughs> as
0: the far as counts. island
1: designs, yeah, it was... I, 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 I want to say it's probably intentional almost how... It doesn't really start getting crazy until you get to the Grand Line. And I, I can appreciate that.
0: Yeah, that part is consistent, yeah. But I like to imagine, at the very least, North, West, and South Blue are at least a little more imaginative. Or at least crazier in some aspects. Uh, Probably not... Wait, what's the one with Jerma? Is that West Blue? Or is that North Blue? I believe they're from the North Blue. Yeah, North Blue's probably very planned as well. They're probably very, you know very all marble everywhere all like roman looking all like official it's like how boring dude oh yuck but um i like to imagine they're a bit more imaginative but yeah you're right uh but it did stand out because there'll be moments where like they're like in these forests and they're like running around and they're just very bland it's just again there's nothing too creative in the backgrounds but it's also consistent with where one piece was at this time it just stuck out for me and i just wanted to mention that it was a very small thing um yeah, that's what I wanted to mention in terms of, like, quality and production, because we're talking about movies now. So now we can do our usual thing, which is, like, go in order with the plot, what's going on, if that's okay with you. Yeah, yeah, let's go. All right. So as we mentioned already, we have the anime intro, which happens after, however, we get this exposition to... Is
1: that the first time you've seen it or heard it? Uh,
0: That's the first time I saw the vanilla Japanese version. I okay. still remember the, the, the rap.
1: <laughs> of course,
0: of course, yeah, of course. But that was the first time I saw it in full of the original version, and of course, like everyone else, uh, probably watching this movie. Actually, not. Actually, not even then. I guess people like me who read the manga first and then go watch the movies—they're probably going. Hold up! Wait a minute. Something ain't right when we see Sanji in the intro. <laughs> it's just like that was so weird. Mm-hmm. We see him again in the credits (laughs) where he's like a cameo right but in the movie he's nowhere to be found this is literally right after um they pick up Usopp. sorry i'm i'm jumping ahead again so the main focus of this movie right because it's just titled the movie you have to like watch it and check there's nothing about the title that makes it remind you what it's about but it's the legendary captain Wunan of the east blue apparently the east blue has enough you know lore in it so that there was a legendary captain back in the day that got all the gold at one point and just like the lost city of eldorado right it's hidden somewhere You've got to find this ancient map that his old former crew has and find x marks the spot and it's very reminiscent
1: of just like the one piece premise itself to mm-hmm. me at least like even the way they introduced him in the beginning like oh there was once a great pirate named wuna and he left yep. all his treasure in one place you know it was
0: like My- Yeah, much smaller scale and in the East Blue. On one hand, I'm going, well, fuck, how come we didn't hear about this ever before? But the other hand, I'm also going, well, it's Luffy's perspective. He probably wouldn't care that much unless it's brought up to him. Because he's more like, no, it's my my time to shine. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's about the East Blue treasure. And we get introduced as well to our villains, which I'll be honest. I think the villains are the worst part about this movie. I think they're incredibly bland and forgettable. I would say design wise, the main character stands out because he had like the the lion like red hair mm-hmm. and the golden pauldrons and uh, thigh guards. But yeah, I
1: like the design as well.
0: Yeah, kind of. Like I feel he's, like the he's
1: like it's like okay, and it reminds me of like an early One Piece villain. It fits the bill. He's got like a kind of unique thing. He's got his little gimmick, right? But at the end of the day, he, he fell flat because there wasn't enough like build yeah. up or enough it... character even or motivation.
0: Mm, I guess you could say the movie runtime actually does ruin what we're used to in One Piece, where it's like, even if, like, early East Blue villains, there was enough to, in presentation, most of them anyway, where it make them, make you like them, right? Like, remember when we covered Captain Buggy, I loved him right away, but then you get to Captain Kiro and I'm like, eh, it's kind of weird. Um, And that was another thing, too, where I was reminded where, at least Dragon Ball, shown in movies the villains are usually copycats of a of a villain in the actual series. And I felt like, in this case, um... El Drago? Sorry. El Drago. The version that we I watched was El Drago, and then the wiki said, it's actually El Dorago. And I'm like, yeah, why the fuck did the translators fuck that yeah, up? Yeah, <laughs> like, El Dorado. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? Um... Shoot, what was I just saying? Something about... <laughs> like, I got fucked up uh, with El Dorago. Oh, right. Uh, The copycat villains. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, All right. right. So copycat villains. And I felt like, not in appearance wise, but in terms of like consistent motifs, these guys are copying uh, the cat pirates because you have the captain and the officer or like the first mate that do not match the crew at all. And then you have the crew being a very normal theme the crew was like wild west I think because they had like the like the, the cowboy vest and the frills but then the captain and first mate don't really quite match that the first mate I guess kind of does if you think cowboys and Indians kind of thing but the main captain is like a complete wild card he doesn't stand out <laughs> I'm just like man it's kind of so boring that I'm actually preferring Kira over this guy unfortunately but Oof, you know yeah. yeah but again that's the weakness of a movie runtime where you have to focus on what you can with the runtime you get.
1: Yeah, jumping ahead a little bit, I'll say I even liked the first mate more, just because he got a tiny, tiny little bit of characterization. It wasn't even from him, it was from Zoro, mm-hmm. right? When Zoro's saying, like, oh, you don't really want to do this, I can sense a hesitation in your blade. And then he does kind of have, like, a slightly uh, troubled face, I guess. He's like, yeah, you're right, I don't want to be a swordman for hire, but too bad. That, even yeah. that alone was more than, than El Dorago got.
0: Yeah, so if there was ever a consistent One Piece movie-verse, maybe we'll see Goloss again. That's the uh, mercenary for hire. But I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if we will, because it's shown in movies. But
1: I, I would it, say, like, at the at
0: best, co-
1: he'll be in the compilation at the end of the anime, when Luffy becomes the Pirate King. You know, and it's showing everyone's reactions.
0: Oh, yeah. That was actually something else I- a little tangent here. That's something else that I found out in the One Piece wiki is the the you know from Romance dawn or monsters the side characters that you see in those uh pilots you can see glimpses of their characters in the backgrounds in some episodes of the anime at some point points, and i thought that was a really nice touch like you can see that um that crescent moon pirate from the first version of romance dawn you can see him in the background of like Locktown, i think and i thought that was a really nice little detail so who knows maybe we'll see gloss too at some point um but yeah, it's unfortunate that that's the most characterization we get. But again, it's, it's limited runtime, so it's not like they could do too much. However, the one thing I will say is that I do appreciate, because this is the first time I'm actually seeing an animated version of the Straw Hats, they are what I imagined them to be. And I was grinning from ear to ear when I was seeing the Straw Hats like act, interact. Even at, like super early Straw Hats, right? But they're interacting as I thought they would probably too early because maybe usopp was like still syrup village usopp he wasn't like post syrup village (laughs) i
1: I think they kind of nailed the straw hats like in interactions especially here oh
0: yeah absolutely so the worst part was the villains the best part straw hats absolutely the straw hats are where you're you're watching nami visibly losing years off her life like usual early one piece where she's the, you know she's like the ace in the sleeve she's doing everything all at once because they don't have their doctor they don't have their musician they don't have anyone else so she's doing all the work and then all the three other dudes uh, are just uh, fooling around they are <laughs> the first interaction we get with Luffy and Nami where Nami's berating him for eating the month's worth of food in three days and Luffy goes two days what are you talking about don't tell me short <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's bragging about it I was I'm great. just like it was absolutely fantastic. So that was definitely the highlight for me was those straw hula- the straw hats interacting. Um, not to mention when like this is again super early. So when uh, we get like eldorado's crew, like they just find the the Merry Go and they start stealing Nami's treasure. Everyone else is like, so what though? You you stole it first, and that's not really related to us. We don't really care. <laughs> they only care when one of them tries to shoot Luffy in the head, <laughs> and he goes, "What the fuck." <laughs> Now you made me pissed off. But, um, yeah, so that's the introduction of the Straw Hats, and that's how we also get, like, a more illuminated reveal of Eldorago. We see that he has a, a scream scream power, which he looks like Nappa from Dragon Ball Z, where he's just, like, shooting energy out of his mouth, and it separates the crew. We also get introduced to our friendly movie OCs. We get Tobio and Gonzo, right? Where Tobio's a little kid who believes Wunan is still alive, and he wants to join his crew. Gonzo is much more, you know, humble, and he's like, "Don't worry about that. Stay with me and my ship. Run the run the like you know run the business." And Tobio's, you know, the rebellious little kid. He wants to go out and sail. Although he was a little shit when he broke some of the dishes in anger. And I'm like, "Oh, you little motherfucker!"
1: <laughs> right? I was like, "You better not. You would have never come back." Oh
0: hell no! That shit. Yeah, but then you get that expression the gonzo has when he sees the broken dishes but he doesn't get mad he actually gets a little sad and i'm like okay there might be a little bit of a little bit of self-reflection there a little bit i don't know and it turns out yeah but we'll get that a little later um i already mentioned that when with the crew gets separate i already mentioned uh, usopp where he's kind of captured by el dorago you get that reference where he bursts out of the barrel exactly like luffy does <laughs> yeah i love that <laughs> mm-hmm um that has a little a couple of pacing issues but it is entertaining the first time and then it doesn't drag on for too long right like once he's captured it's not for it doesn't, it doesn't stay as welcome for too long and then it's uh relieved when nami busts uh busts him out right after like tailing him for a bit because she wants the to treasure too but she realizes Usopp is gonna get killed at this point and then she like without missing a beat just plays it out exactly how he's been doing it we're acting it out and saves his ass while the crew is like trying to dig for the treasure where they say it is
1: nami usopp is like this movie gets the pairings that work mm-hmm. best you put nami and usopp together you put luffy and zoro together and it's a good time for everyone
0: absolutely even if uh you think oh luffy and uh zoro that must be a powerhouse thing right like actually no they're actually tied up for a lot of the movie and unfortunately luffy is constantly turning so fast that the anchor is flying and they're bonking zoro in the head (laughs) it's honestly
1: it's just nice to see them being like able again to to fuck up like they did Mm -hmm. so quickly when they first got together initially like how quickly everything went to crap and kind of the same thing happening here it's just good to see them too on their hijinks like with no supervision and no chaperones
0: yeah exactly it really did feel like, um, again, early One Piece Pirate Adventures. and I had a lot of fun with that. Um, again, any when the Straw Hats were together in any way, that's when you saw the chemistry. That's when you saw, like, you already mentioned the writers. They understood the Straw Hats. It was just that when they got the OCs, the new characters, it was very mixed, right? I already mentioned I didn't like the villains. Um, Tobio and-, and Gonzo. I thought they were okay. But again, given the limited runtime, c- you couldn't really do too much. Um, there's a section where the Straw Hats are reunited, and <laughs> again, they try to do, um, they try to solve the riddle, right? Because the part of the map that we reveal in the movie is when El Dorago had it, the part of the map is like written off, right? It's scratched off or it's torn off. So they don't know the full riddle. And then Usopp, doing his Usopp thing, played it off. But when Nami takes a look at it, um, they're going, oh, let me take a look at the map and see what I can figure out. And she does the national treasure thing, which is tries to get like the match underneath the map. And you're thinking, best gag, best gag. (laughs) Yeah. And you're thinking, like, oh, there's going to be some actual cool shit. Man, Nami was really overpowered in the early one piece. I forgot. And then instead, anything useful happens. The map just burns up completely. That was and then, so uh, fucking funny to me. It caught me off guard. I really thought they were going to go, oh, Nami's a day again. <laughs> and then Nami that, just goes... That's so expected
1: that, especially in hindsight now, I was like, oh, sweet. Of course, Nami would figure it out. But mm-hmm. no, just a total, total fuck up.
0: Yeah, especially because, you know, she has done that kind of thing before with the Skypie maps, right? Where she was able to solve the riddle with that. But instead of this one, she had a hunch. She tried it it fails spectacularly. It's like if you're playing uh, Dungeons and Dragons and you roll a fucking zero on the dice somehow because it blights up in the flame. And And then then she just immediately changes the subject. (laughs) Yeah, let's go to the ground line. (laughs) Fuck this movie. (laughs) That was great. That was was
1: beautiful. I loved that.
0: Yeah. And then all it took was them to actually look at the statue, that whale statue I mentioned, and it's like, yeah, because Usopp played it off where it's like, oh, if the whale is facing west, you go east. But the last, the key part was the last part of that riddle was the tail. But that was unfinished. And so they assumed, like, oh, what if you follow the tail? Because they look at the statue, and it's like, well, it's not pointing east. It's pointing, I think, what, north or something? Um, and that's when they find Gonzo, like, waiting up there. He has, like, a, his Odin waiting. And then we get this little exposition background, which I thought was okay. Um, not the best, but, you know, it was your connection. You learn that why Gonzo's trying to tell Tobio, like, to meddle down, trying not to get your hopes up. Because he actually has a personal connection. And he, they were actually best friends when they were younger, but unfortunately they had real differences and, like, motivations for life, where Woonan was, you know, your ambitious pirate, he wants to go and sail the seas and get all the gold, and then was like the complete opposite, where he's like, dude, that's just too much, just, why not you just, like, why not just settle down? There was actually a, a nice little quote he had where it's like, he was talking about gold, right, where he's like, gold can't breathe, it can't think, it can't feel. But when you feed people, you can see all those expressions. Why not you just stick with cooking? But, you know, that was their biological differences. Um, they actually yeah, get into that's a... Yeah, like
1: one of the themes of the whole movie is that they were kind of the same, even though kind of different.
0: Yeah, so um, that was actually a, a good positive with the movie. Because going back to like imagining where the runtime is with this movie, with the, the chronology of One Piece, is after Syrup Village and before Barrettei. This is still when the personal treasure motif was hot and fresh on the oh, One yeah. Piece
1: Iron. Town.
0: Yes, and this was definitely when they were reminding us of that, because we have Gonzo here talking about, no, your personal cooking, your personal, you know, my Odin is, <laughs> I, find it, I find it crazy coincidence that we're talking about Odin. In this Me too. case. When I as soon as I
1: saw that, I was like, What?
0: <laughs> not not to mention the villain well at least when I was watching it with the original subtitles, El Drago, and I'm thinking, like, oh, I mean like the two dragons in Wano right now? Oh my god. <laughs> um so I'm just trying to separate everything. But um yeah, we definitely get that here with Gonzo and telling the story, and they kind of figure out like, okay, so if there's anything to this last part of the puzzle, this might be this old home we used to have here, this old uh shack. So they go there. And we get our action sequence, right? We get our action scene. Um, I'll say Zoro's scene. Zoro's just... fight
1: was so fast, <laughs> it was so
0: fast. which <laughs> I, I actually kind of appreciated it.
1: I'm not gonna lie. I that's kinda... how a sword fight should go, you know?
0: Yeah, but at the same time, it's like, well, it's also One Piece. It's also Shonen, so and they yeah. hyped up Golos as being like this really strong powerhouse because he can destroy like that. He destroyed the the mountainside with one swing. And I'm like, oh, that was a little bit too fast, but that's fine. Because after that, we actually had a very fun fight sequence between Luffy and El Dorago. And that was when I was watching Luffy animated for the first time. Well, in a, an actual sequence, right? Not like an out of clips. Yeah. Scene. So it was a collection of all, a bunch of his moves. But I was trying to keep track because I think some of his, those moves he wouldn't do until later, right? Or before, mm, or, or I, know, he, those I don't think
1: designs. so. Oh well, the Gatling. Did he use the Gatling in the movie? That
0: might have been the mm, first Gatling. He he did he did the Gatling in the movie. Yeah,
1: because I don't think he Gatlinged until. You know, oh, you know, I don't know
0: when his first Gatling
1: was. I'm not. I don't remember.
0: I don't know. I forgot the name of the move, but he did this to El Dorado. Um, I think he did this to Don Krieg. Where he, like, wraps him up, and then he spins himself to give, like, the extra momentum to do the extra oh, punch to yeah. the face. I think he did the Don Krieg. I could be wrong about that, but he did Honestly, that Honestly, to... there was a
1: lot of similarities to the whole Don Krieg fight. Just also, the guy had golden armor that Luffy broke through.
0: Yeah. And that was so, also very similar. Mm-hmm. He had what, much weaker golden armor, though, because his shattered in the fight after a couple of blows. And I'm just like... Man, I think even Minecraft players can tell you gold armor is brittle as fuck, man. <laughs> it looks nice, but you can't do it. Um, and yeah, and then he has like that final sequence where <laughs> he tries they try to do the energy clash motif, but instead of the energy like the energy beams clashing, it's just him firing at Luffy and him just reflecting it back at him. <laughs> and I like re- and fit- Yeah, I was like, oh, that's simple, that's fine. And I um, will say
1: that I actually thought the choreography in FI was phenomenal.
0: Yeah, that was actually really good. That was the TV movie or even movie quality I was wanting throughout the entire film. I was kind of waiting for it. That's why I was mentioning about the setting being boring and everything. Including this, actually, honestly, including this action site, this setting for this action scene. So it was just the, the wasteland, <laughs> like where there's nothing really going on there. But you're also like, well, that's not important, right? And the important is the, is the action on screen right now.
1: Yeah, it was It was just really fast paced, really like, really on, uh, on par or.
0: What's the word I'm looking for? I
1: don't know. I'm it seemed part. right for how Luffy fought early in the series. How, like, we'd say, like, he's reacting quickly. And he just, like, he's thinking smart. Like, he even, he made a mistake in the movie. He tripped. And he immediately mm-hmm. turned that into attack. Like, he falls back. And he's like, oh, I guess I'm kicking you in the face now. And that yeah. was just great.
0: It's consistent with the power scaling at the time. Because before Don Krieg, it's before Arlong. But it's after uh, Syrup Village and Orangetown. So, except, again, a couple of sneak peeks to future moves that he'll do. But they were all entertaining. Um, and then, yeah, he gets he finishes them off. The crew, I think, runs off and then they fall off the cliff, I think, if I remember that correctly. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> kind of grim <laughs> rip. Yeah, seriously. There's Chicago pirates. But then we get their our conclusion, where we get the finale to the, you know, personal treasure motif. They find the vault where Wunan is stored or waiting even. But we find instead it's empty. It's just cobwebs and spiders, a message on the wall, and a skeleton with, admittedly, a really cool Jolly Roger symbol with like I think it's just a skull with like flames behind it, kind of like an early Ace design almost. Where again, it looked cool. Um, I don't think any powers that we know of, but it still looked great. Like he had the classic jacket and hat look and everything. But the message that he left was we find out where I started off this episode where. He did pillage most if not all the gold in East Blue. He had a great time at first. And then over time he just lost that excitement, lost that thrill because he didn't he didn't have his friends. He didn't have his loved ones with him. His love for gold was completely eradicated over time. So, as like a honor to his friend Gonzo, he returned all the gold somehow back to everyone. And his crew, again, didn't have any issues with that. <laughs> but the important thing of the takeaway from that scene is they find something of note still on the Woonan body besides his clothes. They reach into his jacket and they find the original Jolly Roger that Woonan still carried with them. We kind of glossed over it, but Woonan and uh, Gonzo did have a fight during that flashback sequence. But the torn Jolly Roger was what saved Woonan from falling into the ocean, but hurting Gonzo. And Woonan attributed that to Gonzo, like, thank you for letting go and preventing this from tearing completely. So you give me the chance at my dream. But I also understand at the end, you know, my love for you, my love for this, right? Our friendship. That was a true treasure I had. So, you know, that was consistent. I just couldn't help but ruin it in my head going. What about Unon's crew? <laughs> yeah, they just let him take all the gold back. <laughs> yeah, no didn't problem. Didn't care, and they returned every single piece. So it's like, okay, so you got all the gold, and you guys never spent it at all. You just hoarded it the whole time. I mean, that's right. kind of consistent, right, with the El Dorado El Dorado theme. But it's also like, really, it's one of those issues where again, it's movie pacing or movie writing. So you don't have the time to like send, spend like one or two chapters of backstory or more elaborating this whole thing of making Wunan this deep, in-depth character, which I feel that like if Oda could, he would definitely make Wunan a definitely be an interesting character for the East Blue lore. Um, And because there's none there that we knew of before, I'm like, yeah, fuck it. Wunan was the former smaller-scale uh, Goldie Roger for the East Blue. Sure. I'll take it. Nothing wrong with that. It's consistent with the lore. It doesn't disrupt anything. You can say that... <laughs> I just realized this is also when they first Literally just get the merry go, and immediately in the movie she shipwrecked. <laughs> she she walked aside the yeah. whole time. Man, you gotta start somewhere, man. <laughs> gotta break in the glove somehow. And I'm just thinking, like, man, that poor ship. But yeah, we get that ending sequence, and we get so we don't get all the gold, right? We don't we don't get all of it, but instead, what we get is Nami taking El Dorado's gold and her gold, I guess, back. Adding on to that. And waiting for Barret to start. And then we get that, you know, the usual thing where they're waving to each other. Bye, we're sailing away to future One Piece chapters. Read Baratay. Yeah. And, and that's the end of that. Um, overall, it's a fun movie. Like I said, I personally had a few issues with it. But if you're just expecting a fun One Piece movie, it's worth a watch.
1: I agree. Especially if you haven't seen it and... And if you have watched the anime, it was just so nostalgic for me. And all, they all look like kids to me now in retrospect. And that was oh, it. it's we just didn't nice even... to see my, my boys and my girl, we... you know?
0: I forgot to... Thank you for saying that. The poster for this movie. Oh my fucking God. <laughs> they look so young. <laughs> yeah, they're a bunch of babies. They are a bunch of babies. Like I'm just thinking like back to Wano of how everyone looks older and bruised and bloodied and then we're going to this poster like look how cute and young they look like they all look like they're 14 they're all void of complex backstories and intricacies yet to be introduced (laughs) they're just like yeah we're pirates and I'm just like oh 20 chapters from now Arlong Park's gonna happen (laughs) 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 Completely, completely change it all um yeah and then we also get the uh Oh, there was also that fun credit sequence where you had, like, the the pre-chapter artwork done, and you got the collage of it. Some of them are weird, though, because I think some of them actually had Sanji, but like they had to of edit them, them out.
1: Like, most of them should have had Sanji, I think.
0: Yeah, and they were edited out, I think, right? Or they he was edited out. Uh, even though oh, like, he was in the...
1: Oh, I didn't actually, like, watch all the way through. He was in some of them, though, like, actually, wasn't he?
0: I don't think so. There was one in particular that I oh, remember I he I was him. definitely in, but... In the artwork, he wasn't in, and I'm like, wait, what is this? So, so at, it's at the end of the
1: movie that they're, they're pretending like he doesn't exist, and they're like, oh, we don't want to spoil Sanji, but he's literally
0: in the opening. Yeah, we don't want to. <laughs> yeah, because we we had like a like yes, like an editor had a cool idea of putting like Oda's pre chapter artwork, but then someone else brought up, well, a lot of these have Sanji. All the ones you're proposing, we can't put these in, and he goes, oh, I'll I'll do some magic. I'll do some movie magic. He does, Photoshop. Did a little clap clap with a Photoshop.
1: (laughs) How funny would it have been if there was just a black dot over Sanji's face? Oh my god.
0: (laughs) Just like a, like it's just uh, pixelated. It's just like completely blurred out. Yeah, blurred (laughs) out. A little blur on him. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then we do see him. Like he's, I think he looks at um, Gonzo sailing by with the Odin boat. And I think he's on the, you know, he's on the Barathe. So. That's the only time we see Sanji in this whole movie, but yeah, it was an overall really fun movie. Um, I personally wouldn't watch it again anytime soon because again, I had my fun the first time. I don't feel like I have to rewatch it to get some something deeper in that. Um, at first when I watched it, I felt like it was like a six out of ten. Over time, I felt like more like a five. My personal rating. I know people think that because they think like you know IGN where it's like, oh my god, anything less than a seven means it's awful, it's trash. I'm like, no, five is. It's okay. It's middle of the road, right? And I also think it's a great starting point of judging mo- future One Piece movies going forward. Of, like, this is the middle ground. You got some weaknesses. But you also got the positives. The positives are, are enough to make it entertaining and enjoyable. And the negatives weren't bad enough for me to go, oh, my God, just hurry the fuck up. <laughs> or, like, "Oh, uh, it feels like a chore. It feels like work to watch the movie. So, I would say 5 out of 10 for me, personally. I'd...
1: I- I'm pretty close to there. pretty average me like maybe like a six just as like a one piece fan it's better mm-hmm. than like an average because I enjoyed it and I really like seeing the straw hats but you know it's not like amazing mm-hmm. it was fun though really fun I enjoyed, a- enjoyed it a lot
0: yeah the amazing experience for me was just seeing the straw hats animated and voice acted for the first time aren't um, their voice actors great they're pretty damn fucking great I'll admit that it's also kind of early to judge because we only got four. <laughs> we, don't, we only got. It's we well, early
1: the... for you to judge, but I, mm-hmm. I know that
0: they're all—they're all really good voice actors. Oh, absolutely! Yep, they definitely killed it. Um, maybe we'll see Galas in the future. I don't mind if we don't, though. They kind of tease it, right? Where Zoro beat him, and he's like, "Oh, we'll fight me again when you've found your path as a swordsman." But who knows? Yeah, what the best part definitely was the straw hats—the chemistry, how they carried it whenever they were on screen. Whenever it was just one of them or none of them on screen, that's when I was like, okay, this is, like, a very normal, if not bland, animated movie now. But then as soon as the Straw Hats are two or more together, I'm like, yeah! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Back to fun! Uh, Any other final thoughts about the One Piece, the movie?
1: Honestly, I think think we've done a pretty good job at getting our thoughts out.
0: I mean, we didn't talk about Tobio that much, but honestly, he was a plot device. He was just a little kid. Eh, to... I, I hate.
1: I don't like little kid characters, man. <laughs> <laughs> he's not nine out of ten worst. times.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely agree with that. Nine out of ten times, kid characters are bad in movies. I'll say though, he's like the not like the the one out of the ten that's not annoying. It's more like he's the eight and a half. That's like you're not quite there because I understand, but it's also like you're also kind of fool yourself. Get together. <laughs> um, was this I so? What would this movie be called if it wasn't be if it wasn't just called One Piece? The movie, what would it actually be called? Would it just be the Legend of Wunan?
1: Probably like either that or like the Golden Island or something up to that effect.
0: Yeah, sort I guess the
1: Golden Island. You know,
0: oh, if it was called the Golden Island, I would have been even more disappointed with the setting because <laughs> I would have been like, "Where's the gold? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Where's the gold?" I would have been like, "Nami, where the fuck's all the treasure? <laughs> Where's the gold at?" Um, I think it just would have been like Legend of Wunan or something. I think that would have been like the safe title for it. Um. Yeah, there's nothing else I have to add to the movie. It was fun overall. Uh, can't wait to watch the next one. It did a Same. good enough job to cement that. Even though I think it was the first three movies of One Piece, they weren't released to the West. But I can't wait to see uh, future ones to have. Uh, again, a good solid ground. Five out of ten. So hopefully the next one's a six, seven. Hopefully not lower, hopefully. but who knows? Who knows? Um, Where can they find... Oh, wait, uh, before we go to connections, was there something else you want to me- bring up? Uh, there you was.
1: Said- I want to read a, a five star review that we got on iTunes from Aria 203 Ooh, a five star review. Yeah. And it says, great listen. I'm a big fan of One Piece and I love listening to the podcast. I haven't read the manga, but I'm caught up with the anime. Uh, i really mm. hope you didn't watch our last episode <laughs> <laughs> i love listening to the both of you talk and theorize about what is and what is to come i am excited for what's next for the
0: podcast thank you very much and we really appreciate the review thank you very much um i'm actually curious too because they mentioned that they watched the anime and not read the manga of like what other parts did the anime have that not the manga that's part of like Part of this uh, project that we're doing, where I think we're watching like the movies. last
1: anime episode was like on roughly like chapter nine ninety four.
0: Hmm. But also, like, what other content have they done? Because while we're talking about like movies to watch, we're also considering like maybe OVAs, maybe fillers, filler arcs in the future that are like considered like you know the, the golden standards of like what filler should be, kind of thing. G- so 8. it's <laughs> just right away. G eight. G eight. Um, if I recall, that's the one right after Scipia. So, yes. once we get to that point chronologically with the movies, we might take a detour with that. Who knows? Um, yeah,
1: maybe it's we'll we'll, yeah. we'll talk about maybe see if there's any interest or you know mm-hmm.
0: yeah. So, with that in mind, where can they find you, Justin, if they had questions about One Piece?
1: Or you oh, could guess. find me on Twitter or on YouTube at Jitsu J I T S Z U. And how about yourself, Jacob? Where can they find you?
0: uh now that i'm all caught up you don't have to worry about spoilers you can contact me at jacob miranda on twitter that is j-a-c-o-b-m-e-r-e-n-d-a i am accepting all memes all jokes all theories um yes if you're wondering if how caught up you are i am completely caught up i am now suffering with all you guys the two-week wait for the next next chapter um it really Honestly, sucks. I was really <laughs> glad
1: that we had this this movie to hold me over on this break week. It's nice, you know. It, it's nice. Yeah, that's
0: that's also why I'm like I need to get to the next movie because now it's like I just need any one piece content that I haven't consumed yet to hopefully fill in the gap of this wait that's happening now because the last thing that happened was like a hoo-hoo boy thing. I'm not going to say exactly just in case, but Right, you know, (laughs) you know, Uh, Yahoo boy, (laughs) Yahoo boy. It it is getting crazy,
1: and but we will be talking about that on an episode at some point in the future. So stay tuned for that.
0: Bye bye. See you then.